This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? Summer, summertime. What's the song? I just sang it wrong. That wasn't the tune. Summer, summertime. Doesn't it feel like summer? It is summer. Oh, it's summer. really fucking hot outside. So I guess now it feels like summer officially. I like when it's like this. I like when I go outside and I get a hot sweat going. I go inside AC bumping. Yeah, when the city steam is just perforating around right. and now we get the extra added uh you know low air quality or uh, some of that shit the garbage smells like garbage exactly just the way new york was meant to feel that's right yes. feels like sticky new york i like i don't know i, I have this like affinity for sticky new york i don't okay, know i like, like it i don't know i like it it's so specific to here you're trapped in here you know the the heat the, yeah the, you know see, you see that old man walking around in like Dress pants and no shirt. Yeah, That's a very New York look to me. Like an unhoused person? No, uh, just a, a, like a working man. Okay. Shirtless. You see that every now and again. In you the just, city? I see shirtless men all the time here. I Weirdly. don't see anyone shirtless unless they're like. Never. Uh, unless they are like, but maybe disturbed. <laughs> I think. Where am I hanging out? <laughs> I don't know. I don't you know. see shirtless men, I guess in the park yeah, maybe. It's hot. You in see that like guy who shouldn't be shirtless, shirtless. Oh, I was thinking New York is a city where you can't really walk around shirtless or like just in like a bikini top or something like that. Like you could not do that. It would be weird. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think that to me that's so New York. That's like, you know, the uh Are we living in the same I city? Don't think we do. What <laughs> No, I don't. Okay, Jorge, Jorge Candace, Candace. No one's walking Candace around like in beachwear in Manhattan. I don't know what you're talking about. Thank you. Really? <laughs> this makes me want to start over the podcast. I feel like a fucking no, idiot. No, I thought, to me, uh, there's a thought of maybe New the, York. Maybe people see you. They take their shirt off. That's right. <laughs> or even like Candace, would you walk around like Manhattan in a bikini top? That's bikini top land. Yeah. But in the city, I would never walk. Even in a sports bra, I feel, it would feel uncomfortable. I feel like it's like, oh, maybe like it's a girls. TV thing. <laughs> right. Maybe it's a TV like punch bowl at a party. Like I've never seen a punch bowl at a party, but I've seen it on TV like every time. Maybe that's maybe. what I'm thinking of like New York, like ooh, like the, the hubcap off what are the, the fire hydrant spraying water. Yeah. that's Maybe that's, I'm thinking of like hey, 1920s New York. That's like, Hey Arnold. <laughs> What? <laughs> no, I just have this. What am I looking at every day? I don't know. Maybe you live in a very specific. Wow. Specific street. Well, what a start for me on this podcast. Okay. I've been taping one. all it's day. Okay. Oh, for one. <laughs> it's okay. I've had a lot of podcasts. I haven't shut the fuck up. But I was just saying, I do find like I, it's an, it's both annoying and nice living on Long Island. In the summer, I think it's nice because it's you come back to the city and you're like, it's quite loud here. Right. <laughs> So it's, it's quite nice loud to be here. a little quieter. How is Long Island? 
You found um, a home. I found a home. I don't live in it yet, so I'm still in an apartment. So it's a little like eh. in between. It's a little in betweeny, but um, it's nice to have a car in the summer. Hold on, you've just made me think of this. Betcha's day out. Oh yeah, I kind of missed you. I was so mad. So I got a lot of DMs like I didn't invite you to my wedding. I was like, <laughs> "Where's Jared? Why isn't Jared there? Why wasn't Jared invited?" I was doing shows in Kansas City. You were invited. I was invited. So in the past, you know, Betcha's has had these like you know company gatherings. Yes, and you guys have these things where it's like a night out or you do fun stuff. Yeah. And this is this is the first time you guys did like kind of like a carnival day type of thing. It's like color war almost. Right. Kinda, yeah. It was camp outdoors vibes, yeah. vibes and everyone from the office took a bus and went to whose house? Sammy's house. So Sammy's house, pool day, food, it looked games, games. Yeah. it looked like the best Time. I was so mad. And I have not been invited to things in the past. Uh, but I, <laughs> now you are. This uh, now I felt like I was included in the family. It and, you did, like, and, you, and you showed your appreciation by not showing up. Not coming and watching on Instagram <laughs> yes. stories. I got stories from all the angles. Everyone was posting. Yes. It looked wonderful. How was it? It was really fun. I um I was still feeling a little weird as I've told you guys right. about from like my stomach, so I wasn't drinking heavily, and I also drove there. Um, but if I could do it again, I would drink more and not drive there. Right. It yes. looked like people were really letting it fly. Yeah. I wish I would like the, the it looked really fun. Like the color war was great. Right. I wanted to participate, but I was you know when you're like I shouldn't tempt things by like. Right, I, I moving too fast after this. You're like a little traumatized from the illness. Yeah, it would be a little weird to watch the the creator of your company shit themselves down the slip and slide. That would be quite Thank a you, moment. Thank you, Jared. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, what? Uh, this is crazy. Party's over. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone get their goodie bags. Time to go. Yeah, bus is leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, I saw Candace, Jorge, everyone was there. It looked great. There was one feedback. Next year, are you coming? I'm in. I okay. got. I wish I, I, I'm clearing the calendar. I wanted to, I was so, I, I told you I have FOMO. Yeah. I had we FOMO. Missed you. I yeah. really, I, I, I missed you guys. I wanted to be there. Just such a fun thing. I, if, if anyone watched it, they're probably feeling, they're, I'm sure there was a lot of people. I wish my office was like this. I wish my workplace yes. was like this. Um, there was one piece of feedback though. Let's hear it. There's oh, there always is. It's I always remember is. this from I, my wedding. Critical okay. eye. I'm Let's not, hear it. I'm not sitting. I'm not here missing? to just give roses. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hug you and then whisper in your ear. Here's right. the problem. Let's hear it from from the Instagram. The lunch being served on the ground. No one actually ate there. Oh, thank God. There's a reason. Yeah. No it was chairs. really. I, I, looking back, it was purely decorative. Okay, because there was this thing, and it's decorative. But you guys were at the front of. Style, pop culture, Betches is a brand that people are going to follow. Okay. There's this thing, and I see it all the time. It'll be like bachelorette brunch or whatever, where they set up a whole table on yeah. a rug in a field or in a park beach or, or a beach. Things, yeah. And it looks great, but none of it looks functional to me. Yeah. I think it's it was kind of stupid. Like that right. we could have done without it. It looked pretty. It looked beautiful. Yeah. But that's the thing. Put some chairs in. We want right. a chair. We want to sit also, in a chair. Here's the thing. It's also was like it was placed like directly in the sun, so you didn't want to be like eating like 
in the sun, sitting down. applesauce in the sun? This yeah. is horrible. No. Who wants to eat that way? Hunched over a salad, a summer salad? Yeah. It was, uh, I would say, not the most functional no. of the decor. Listen, and someone's going to go, and this is the thing, you're influencing, someone's going to go, I loved how it looked, I'm going to get that because I want the look on Instagram, and at the detriment of their guests. The thing I thought was the most functional and the biggest party, the most fun looking thing, which I wish I would have could have participated in, was there was a slip and slide. Yes. So they they were playing this game where you would... Go down the slip. You slide down the slip and slide. Mm-hmm. Two people go against each other, and then you go play flip cup. Loved it. I watched every video of it. I was so interested. There was one that there was one video of that where if I was the referee, I wouldn't allow the win. Okay. I, I, this is how you were, closely how, I was you were, watching. You were watching multiple. You were going fast forward. You were doing the uh, Monday morning quarterback thing. I, I had the pen out okay. on the screen. <laughs> Poor form. I, the right, I yeah. think it was Sammy's husband, Avi. Yeah. Who flip cup and then he slipped inside, did the flip cup, and then it like wobbled. And then they go, we won. And then it tipped over. Not a win. Not a win. You would have vo- you would have voted no. I would have said... All right. Disqualified. Okay. Giving it to the other team. Well, next year, show up and then you can tell, you can fully referee. I'm coming as a referee. Referee's you're not playing, you're refing. No, no, no. Okay. I want to ref. I, I, <laughs> it looked like the best time. I, I, I found, and the weather was great. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. And I'm sitting in Kansas City with these freaks. Next year. Thank you for coming to the show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> next year, Jared, it's going to be all you. Yeah, so I'm yeah. in. I'll clear the yeah. calendar. And then for 4th of July, I went to Eileen's house. How was that? That was with not, you know, the, no, that was the just, office. Yeah, that was just some friends. Just some just friends. Nice. Yeah. The the how did that go? It was fun. It was fun. Um, it was like a weird day because it was like raining a lot in the at, at like eleven thirty. It looked like it was going to be that whole day, like just torrential downpour, and then it became extremely sunny. So you're not really sure what to do right. with that kind of day. You're like, is it going to be like this all day? Or it's the worst day because when you see at eleven o'clock, it's garbage outside. You yeah. go. Let's see. You're like, why even put on a bathing suit? Right. No bathing suits, right. sweatpants, order Chinese food and bagel sandwiches and something else, you know, and some right. dessert. And then you eat it all. And, and then, then all of a sudden sun comes out. You're like, fuck, I, I, this was it's already too late a wash. for me now. Yeah. Right. I'm, uh, right. you know, shut the blinds. Yeah. I'm going to believe that the sun never can. And then you feel bad for not doing the day. It's fun to watch your friends have houses and be entertaining people because you get to see what kind of hosts they are. Yeah. yeah. How, how is, let's talk shit. <laughs> Aileen, Who, I don't know Aileen if Aileen do? listened. She did. She did well. It was nice. Yeah, I like. I like it because uh, what she do, has going on because it feels very like practical. Mm. It's like nice but practical. Like there's like paper plate. You know what I mean? Like, right. sometimes she, like she's not like doing shit to like show you how great of a how like fancy she is. Right. It's like it's the paper plates. It's like highly functional. Good and, paper plates, not like the flimsy ones. No, the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, listen, China. Like, it's all, like, it's efficient. It's well done. Yeah. And it's, like, not trying to be, like, it's not, like, trying to prove anything. Well, this is, again, this is back to the chairs on the, no chairs with the big spread on the ground. Right. Who that's, are you servicing? That's a total, sometimes I'm saying a totally different the, vibe there. Right. Yeah. That, that, one's for Instagram, is one's for functionality. Yes. <clears throat> you learn a lot about your friends when they get, like, in those situations. You right. don't, I, I mean, I was down in... Um, Jersey Shore. My friends live there all year round. Mm-hmm. And I went to their house and they have this like great house with rocking chairs out on the porch. And I'm like, it's, and, and you go, wow, 
I I like love these rocking chairs on the porch. I just saw it, like pulled up to the house. They look like they should have a shotgun in their hand. Like the way they were just sitting out there. You like there. that? Well, there was like, it was just very like, right. this is Country. our porch. They're like, we, we do coffee, we do booze, we do everything out here. We read okay. the paper. And I was like, wow, it's like, where do you put your resources? Like not, nobody right. has infinite, uh, you know, infinite funds. They have finite funds. And it's just also funny because like when you live in the city and all your friends live in the city, you don't really see their apartments that much. Like I'm no. not- I I don't really go to anyone's apartment. No, like if we're gonna, we? I'm gonna meet up with a friend. We like go to a dinner, or we go dinner, to like coffee somewhere place, else, outdoor, yeah. outdoor cafe. Yeah. All you're that not stuff. like having people over to your apartment in Manhattan, mostly because hey. it's just not that big usually. But it's just, do you really get a sense of uh, people's entertainment? It's a whole new thing to judge. It's very fun. It's a blast. It's the best part of growing up is judging people about new things every day. Yeah, <laughs> and not having chores. <laughs> no chores. Yeah. Okay. What are we talking about today? We're going to jump well, right do, in. Well, you got any tour dates before, we, before we jump? I am on the road, as they say. Where are you going? Stamford, Connecticut. Right now, I'm in Nantucket. Yes. Nantucket. Is there a show they can buy tickets for? Or there might late? be. I'm going to be there Saturday on the... So the Nantucket Comedy Festival, I'm doing, the, the, I'm doing one show at the festival. Yes. That's kind of the deal. They fly you out there. You get to be on Nantucket. Right. Like we discussed this last week, right? right. You're going to be uh, one of those ladies on the boat. That's me. On the yacht. Yes. <laughs> yeah, on the yacht. Um, and then there's like a working Boston. Working girl. Working girl. That's me. Yeah. Uh, Boston versus New York is on the Saturday night show. So I'm going to be on that show. So okay. I'll do something. They have there. a show called Boston versus New York. It's called the Smackdown. Or something. It's just so funny. Like you're we talking about this, like New York would never have a New York versus Boston show. Uh, only in <laughs> Nantucket. Yeah. They're in, in right. right. This is, well, I guess all the, all the comedians are from New York. Okay. You know? So there's local guys. I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It is going to be, but it'll be fun. I'll be there. It's going to be great. Walking around the Island. Um, and then I'm going to be in Stanford, Connecticut, which is actually like, Selling out pretty quickly. Um, so if you're in Stanford, get your tickets. Uh, Raleigh, Lexington, Charlotte. And then I'm adding... You still going to Huntington? I'm going to Huntington. Just keep waiting. Uh, listen, don't get me started. Huntington's happening. Um, Philly, Atlanta, San Diego, Portland, Seattle. I'm putting out a whole theater, theater tour. Ooh. And I got an hour of material that... The tour is going to be called, they ask you, like, what are you going to name it? Calling it The Family Business. Okay. So you can bring your family. I like that. Um, yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to call it 38 and single? 38 and single. <laughs> <laughs> that could be, that name crossed my mind. Like um, the iPhone uh, iPhone 12, the I, iPhone 13. <laughs> 38 and single pro. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm all over this great country of ours. I love doing stand-up. So I love when people come and enjoy it. And it's meant for like you and your friends and anyone that you want to bring along. Family, I love, love a mom. Kansas City. We had tons of parents that came with their kids. Oh, that's and so fun. Kids, they're fucking 30. 30. Yeah. <laughs> Boomers came, came with their kids. Right. Yeah. They all came. Um, just really nice. Yeah. I, and I'm like, you know, the struggle of new material is the struggle of new material. It's defeating. It's uh, exhilarating. It's yeah. great. And and listen, Nashville, is this is a weird week as far as like holiday week when the holiday's on a Tuesday. Next, I mean, next year it's going to be on Thursday, but. Um, Thursday's somewhat Better. easy yeah. yeah but on a tuesday like didn't you feel weird yeah Sunday? it's like annoying it's annoying because it's also the, it's also tough when the f actual fourth is on a tuesday because it's like we have work the next day right and work the day before yeah like if you know if you're lucky it's you don't annoying, have work yeah. it's it's uh, to go anywhere in between like you know it just 
it was an odd week to do like the holiday. Yeah. Not the best. It's better when it's better when it's on a Monday or even on the weekend and then they just give you an extra day. Right. Why don't they why don't they make it work for our calendars? I don't know. It should just be like uh, Thanksgiving, like the first Saturday of July. Well, yeah. Something. Why are we held up on like Fourth of July too? Like, I, is that the day? I mean, technically, I think it is, might be it like July second is like the day that is the real Independence Day. There's some back and forth. We about can that. fudge around with this shit. What are we doing here? We're living in an an, an analog world. We're digital people. Bring it up. We run for governor. <laughs> this is my platform. Holidays on good days to make your long weekend good. Yes. And I don't know what else I care and, about. And we're bringing back the plastic straws. We're bringing back plastic straws. Good cups at every restaurant. Lots of ice. That's the that's Free your platform. 2024. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's get into it let's do it all right i will read the email let's do it hi jane new fan of the show and can't get enough ring I- that bell new fan ring the bell I learned I better cut to the chase. So background of me, I'm 27, single, and live in a big city. 
I had a post-college on and off guy that ended on good terms and I've been single ever since. And it's important to note, I love being single and I have never been bothered by it. Okay. The last few years I spend most going out nights with my girls, being fun and tipsy and meeting hot guys IRL was fun, but I didn't put pressure on it ever. I was mainly having one night stands or I would casually hook up with guys who were friends of friends, which was convenient and easy because I get adventurous, kinky sex and can leave with no strings attached, spending the rest of my week just doing me. Love it. I never used the apps because meeting in person was working well for me. And I figured the right guy will come when it comes. Again, I wasn't caring about dating or finding a guy in the way my other single girlfriends were. Do you think she liked being single? I mean, this is... This is... You're you're centering on the issue this person has. Love being single. I, no one believes you. No <laughs> one believes you. If you say you like being single, no. And I'm with this person. Do you like being single? I like I like being. I like my life. Okay. You know, like it, the thing is that I feel so. It's so funny. The I way just want to reiterate. I love, I love being single. Well, it's a chicken or egg thing. Like right. people are like, oh. I've said on stage, I've said on stage, I'm 38, never married, no kids. And every now and again, there'll be like a woman in the crowd, always a woman. Oh, oh. And it's like, do you just awe my life? Well, like, and I go, I go, why, how do you not know that this is the best day of my life? Like, that I'm like enjoying this. Right. There's this inherent. You and you didn't say it with any air of like. I go, I'm 38, never married, yeah. no kids. Well, that's because when people react like that, it's because that's how they would react to being. Right. In that, in but, that, that but I'm saying even right. the way when you read the email, I just was dying laughing because like I, even the first love time I said, I love being single. It's like, oh, really? Love being alone. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> like I'm pretty good. We'll see about that. We'll see. Most of my friends have always had boyfriends jumping from from one relationship to the next, and I was never bothered by being one of the single girls. Again, well, loves uh, being pe single. People, there's another side of this where they're like, you don't want a guy. You don't want to meet someone. And it's like, I do agree. The more you talk about your single life and how much you love it, the- You have to say it. It's not so. true. And yeah. well, because it sounds bad. Yeah, I love being alone and not talking to anybody and- not feeling the touch of a woman every night. And I love that I don't have to do anything and I don't have an extra family to worry about and that no one, you know, cares about me well, on my it's birthday. Like, it is funny. Like, more... It's like being, like being, enjoying being single. I feel like when you talk about it or even when people are like, don't want kids and they talk about it, it always, it's like, I love that I have the absence of this thing. It's right. not like, you know what I mean? It's never like what I love. And I think people can love being single and love not having kids, but it's just funny the way that it's phrased is very much like, I love the absence of everything that you have going on. Right. That's why it sounds so ridiculous. It's never so proactively. Ridiculous. Right. It's not like I love my knitting I picked up right. because I'm single. Right. Because you could knit with in a relationship too, and you'd be like, well, wouldn't that be better? Someone loves you? Right. You always love the absence of something. Right. Yeah. And it's a really good point because it doesn't sound truthful. All right, but I do think that you can. I, I don't. That's not to say I don't think you can enjoy being single or enjoy not having kids. Right. There's a different way to talk about yeah. this. I, I, yeah, it is because I'm with this person. Right. I like my life. Yeah. I don't she loves think, it. I loves love. <laughs> I don't love my life. 
Not that crazy. Recently, I've started, well, now she's recently I've started caring way more and comparing where my relationship status is to the girls all around me and their relationship timelines. Both my younger sister and brother also just started new relationships, so the comparing has now entered the family group chat too. Grandma wants to know why. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Grandma wants to know why is so funny. Like, where's, what's going on with young Rachel? No one holds back their feelings less than, like, your judgmental grandma. Oh, no. They will let you know. They're like, I'm dying soon. I'm getting it all out of me like a like a pent-up fart. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> I don't give a shit. I got to say it while I got right. a chance. I don't want to make sure these words don't die with me. Here's the Why thing. Why are you alone? Well, here's the thing. I still love being single, and I have a great time entertaining men when I'm out. Okay. Hey, Nana. I like entertaining men. <laughs> I don't think she can say that. Yeah. I'm out here whoring. <laughs> I'm hoeing it up, Grandma. <laughs> what the but fuck? I also... I just like sucking random dick. What's so hard Na for you to understand, Right, Nana? Bubby. <gasps> but Chill I out. But I also have been going out less often, so I'm not meeting as many guys IRL, and I'm starting to think, what if I am single forever, and this carefree attitude now is going to be a big regret in my future? Or do people think it's weird? I'm not even trying to not be single. Is this feeling more common than I feel like is hap happening since most people my age are happily dating or at least trying to find a relationship? I admit I'm not going out of my way to try. I could start using the apps or ask, asking friends to set me up, but I'm also still relatively comfortable being single. Do either of you have advice on how to stop the comparisons and how to navigate not caring that I'm a 27-year-old single lady who just wants new hot guys to get me off every once in a while? Just want my single tingle. Come on, Nana. Why are you so single? I just want to, Nana, I get the single just tingle. Fuck. Yeah. She wants to fuck. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I think they have to figure out. I, I, I love this email. Yeah. Because it is now in 2023, it is easier to be alone than it was in 1923. Let's start at that. Yes. Especially for a woman. For especially for a woman, yes. right? You can work, you can vote, you can inherit, inherit property and right. wealth from your parents. Let's yeah. move it up to two thousand three. Two thousand three, I was graduating. Um, what was I? I was, was graduating two at that point. Eighth grade. No, <laughs> I was graduating the eighth grade. The eighth grade. Okay. Young Jordana graduating eighth grade. Young Jared graduating high school. Okay. Going to college. No smartphone okay let's like live in right. that world it was easier to be alone it is easier to be alone today than it was in 2003 why is that you don't got your buddy the phone like just like i talk about going to a bar i can sit at a bar and it doesn't feel so awkward because i can always look down at my phone read some news you know bringing a book to a bar is a different vibe than bringing your phone to a bar you know maybe back in the day you could bring a book to a bar okay and people go oh look at that librarian hanging out you know Today now you can read on your phone if you if you you can hide it hide it okay. hide being such a nerd <laughs> on your phone but I'm saying it was, <laughs> so I just think it's just easier like I I actually had this thought the other day okay um I went to get my nails done and then I don't know if this sounds relatable <laughs> I got my nails done before looks too. great thank you sky blue I thought you know in this in the nail salon it looked like more of a purple and now mm. it looks much more blue. It's blue to me. It looks blue to me right now, too. But when I got it, I thought it was, I was looking for something a little more purple. And I think this is. I like that it's cooling. 
Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube. Yes. It's very cooling to me on a hot summer yeah. day. Now, I go get my nails done. I get the massage afterwards. And the woman, I go, can you just, you know, you can get in that chair. And it's not the best massage of your life, but they're like, do you want a massage? Yeah. And it feels pretty damn good. It's like a, I would say on a scale, it's like a four, usually on a scale of one to 10. Fine. Fine. I get, and I go, don't do my back. Head tickles. You just want Back a, of the neck. A scalp massage. Scalp. Okay. Don't leave the scalp. Don't leave scalp You down. want someone's fingers just running through your hair. Right. Like okay. a girlfriend would. That's right. how I said it sure. to her. I go, do it like a girlfriend Miss would. the touch of a woman. That's right. Okay. And I literally thought when she- I'm surprised I didn't kick you out when you said do it like a girlfriend <laughs> no, would. No, even weirder <laughs> is that I whispered in her ear while I hugged her. Okay. <laughs> do it like a girlfriend would. That's what I said. <laughs> and then she said, okay. <laughs> 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 so- I get in the chair, she does it, and I'm literally like, I am on cloud nine. I'm so happy. I got my ear pods in. I'm listening to my favorite. Are your ear pods in? Yeah, podcasting. While you're getting massaged? Yeah, take okay. me away. I got the AirPods in to like take my brain away. Okay. I got the, the fingers in my hair, and I was like, you know what? I got it all. I don't know. Do I you can... put AirPods in when you get a real massage? No. Okay. Um, this is... This is nail salon. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, I got it all. I was like, I don't need a girlfriend. I can come in here. This woman can touch my head every, you know, once a day. I could come in here once a day. You could. So, you know, this is where, instead of sending a kid to college, this is where the money will go. Yeah, she's not going to have sex with you, though. No, I'll go home. Okay. I'll masturbate. <laughs> okay. I'll get that. I'll, that'll be done. And then I just live this way. And I'm like, I honestly. You could like, do this forever? I was thinking, I was like, could I do this forever? At what point would I go, where is everybody? I don't, you know, like I, right. what, how did I end up this way? Okay. I don't think I'd be that There would upset. be no point. I'm saying there'd be no, I'm asking you, there'd be no point where you'd be like, Probably. maybe I should have had a family. Right, maybe. Okay. But then I'd go to the nail salon and get a head tickle and I'd be like, oh, maybe I don't need a family. Okay. You know, I, I don't know. I, I think I, there's, I think that's great. See, that's something being single you're not talking about the absence of something. You're talking about what you like about it. Right. And I think that's kind of where this person needs to go. Like, you have to be like, life is good. I got, I got some money. I'm never going to have to. I'm, I'm, I'm living a life I like. I'm enjoying my job. And I need someone to make it great. Like, I can't. And I think that's the thing people don't understand of someone who's just, like, kind of coasting along as a single person. The what? That... <laughs> That Which idea part? that like uh, want someone to share it with. I want someone to share it with, but I don't need to like. I don't. I think that's the hard part of I explain this to people in a relationship, especially if someone's like found someone in their twenties. If you find someone in your twenties, you kind of like grow together. Right. By your thirties, you've grown, and you're like you like your life. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I've come accustomed to this. I like the way I'm living. It's a little weird. It's a little off, off center. It's not weird. It's, it's it's some, it could be. I could understand that, but they. Well, all those things that you that you would be doing if you weren't single, like there's no reason you have to want them. Right. Right. But that's kind of what people do to you when you go, I'm good. I love being single. Okay. Well, I think this person needs to stop saying they love being single and start being okay with their single life. So you don't believe them? I think they're trying to protest uh, the other side of the argument and they're never going to win. But now they seem a little anxious that other people are no longer single. Right. I think the, the anxiety comes that like, I'm enjoying it now, but will I later? Right. And if and 
will I later? And if I'm not enjoying it later, will it be harder for me to get into it than if I started getting into it now? Right. And I think this is like, again, this email is like a little bit more female to me because it's like this, like, I got to make sure life is in boxes. I was in my hoe phase and now I need to get out of that so that I can find the real one and I need to work on this. And it's like, how about you're just totally cool with your life and maybe meeting someone along the way? Right. You know, that's a very tough thing to change a perspective on and I'm uh, easier said than done. But it's kind of like how I'm trying to live my life. I, you know, the dating apps kind of structure things in a way that make it feel like work. And it's like, she seems okay. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't think she needs to change anything at this point if she's happy with her life as it is. I do think though that there is something I don't I think people assume that once they get into a relationship they'll automatically know what to do or they'll automatically be good at it. Everyone like assumes they're just good at being in a relationship. Mm. And I don't think that that's the case. I think that's just like almost one of life's just biggest like false assumptions that it's just easy. Like once right. you meet someone then you're in it and it's like fine. And I think the older that you are, one of the harder things about it is you are more set in your life. And if you, and if you don't have experience or don't enjoy being with someone else, then it is a harder thing to, to get into, mm. which is yeah. fine. Which is Again, fine. Yeah. I mean, I have that thought a lot when I meet someone new, I'm like, do I even want to shake this up? Right. You know, and that, but that goes back to the good versus great. Like, you know, the biggest issue I think in your thirties is that you go like, and it's on top of what you're saying. Like you're, you're saying it's going to be hard because you're going to go, I have this way I live. And mm -hmm. you're really looking for perfect when there's no perfect, perfect. No, for you. not at all. Yeah. But you're looking, but you have to compromise when being with someone. It's great. And I think there's a lot of benefits, but there's negatives too. The negatives are that you can't do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. Right. Like this week, uh, the holiday came on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Um, and we just talked about that, but the holiday being on a Tuesday, I think if you were in a relationship, you were talking about what are we going to do for the Tuesday holiday? Probably a lot sooner than I was thinking about it. Sure. Like you and Mike had a plan. We're going aliens. Yeah. How long ago did you have that plan? Four what? days before. Four days before? Yeah. Was there talk of like, have we thought of, did you know it was on a well, Tuesday? Well, we knew we had a wedding the weekend before. Mm. And then we kind of, well, that's the other thing is like men, I think we don't think men think about plans as much as I was thinking about right. the plan. He wasn't really thinking. He about didn't even know what He was what like, oh, was. something will come up. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of how. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think like though to me, that's a, like as small a change as you're going to have to make is this discussion of like, what are we doing? Right. Well, even like the everyday things, what are we doing for dinner? Right. What's going on? What are we doing this weekend? It's not really like, what am I doing? Right. Do you think that they'll regret not working harder at relationships? At this point, point no i mean here's the thing i think there's a there's an attitude that's like an in-between attitude like you said mm. of like before she seemed like again she was like very i love being single mm -hmm. i'm not mm -hmm. open to like this is what i like i don't want anything else i'm not on the apps I'm not. i think the best time to fix the roof is when it's not raining so right. in my that case i'm kind of like what i mean by that is like go explore seeing what it feels like to be in a relationship. Maybe she doesn't even know what it looks like. Maybe she'd like it. Go on I some think, dates. Go on some dates. This this is the best way to, like, it's like I say, the best time to interview is when things are going well at work. Right. When someone contacts you and wants to to speak to you for an interview, the best time, that's the best time to do is when, because you're not going into it with this, I got to land a job. Like, I've got to like right. find it. I, I need this. You're going into it with, 
I'm very happy. And like, if you could add to my happiness, I'm happy to to have a conversation. And if you and if it's and not, then because eh. that right now, what you're talking about, the way they're talking about things is like it does feel very single versus relationship. Right. It doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to. This isn't a competition. This is one services the one space of life services the next space of life. Yeah. Like, and I think you're right. Like the idea of like I love being single. And then puts into the boat, like, and I love my experimental sex I have. And I love that I can get random dick and just leave with no strings attached the next day. And it's like, you can leave with no strings attached the next day from someone you're... From a date that you didn't like, but you could also like the person and not want to leave. Right. Like, you don't have to put yourself in a camp of, like, I'm just fucking. Right. I think (laughs) they need to live in the gray way more than they're doing. Yeah. And it's like, when grandma is like, why haven't you found something... I'm enjoying my life and I hope someone comes along that makes it even better. And I think people are reluctant to live in that gray area because they feel like it maybe is admitting that they're, they're not happy or saying that they're not happy. And like no one, first of all, no one cares, but you, but it's like for you to say I'm single, but like I would be interested in a relationship if the right person came along. doesn't mean you're like, hate your life. It's, I mean, that's the message of every man. Right, you know, it's like well, that's I, what I'm saying, and I don't believe any of those men hate uh, hate their lives or hate detesting. It's like the be- I like they're the I've always said the be- I wish I could have dated as a 40 year old divorcee with with a couple kids because then it would be like I that hope would be dating better, like a man, things, right? Yeah. Well, it was Steve Harvey date like a man is like the whole premise of that book, right? I think I'd be like you because in that in that sense you're just like you're dating to see if there's someone you connect with and have a good time with, but you're not in a rush. Right. You're going to see how it like where life takes you and if you meet someone great and if you don't you've got like your kids and your life and your whatever you know. I, I guess there's this fear for this person writing in. Yeah. I guess when they write in the way they do of like will I look back through the hourglass of time and go you should have done this, you should have done that and probably not. Probably not. All of us look at our lives today and do the kindest revisionist of yeah. that. That's just how but, whether you're like I don't think that, you know maybe they you know Something horrific yeah. happens. I'm not Don't do that. it because you're scared of being of it being too late. But do it because like maybe you'll like it. Try it out. Right. She's if you're if she has an itch to do it, which it sounds like she's seen these people around her do it, and maybe it seem like they're happy, and she wants to try it out. Dip your toe in. But also, and and also stop. I think the the biggest thing to stop doing is locking yourself into a corner. Yeah. I love being single. I just love being out here, sucking a couple dicks and talking to grandma about how life is just great. It's like, how about life's good? How you doing? Okay. Could always be better. Could be worse. Yeah. You could do both at the same time. You could, God knows men do. Go out, hook up, go on dates with, with, with the same or other people. That's right. That's all most people. Men in New York City are doing. Men rule, women drool, per usual. That was, yeah, that was where I was going with this. Exactly. <laughs> There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier. And I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending your send. Someone asked me, like, how do I send in an email to the podcast? I don't know. What, what am I, just wasting breath? What UUP I, at Betches.com. We've only been uh, saying it for five and a half years. Legit. This guy wrote me this whole long thing. I think he wanted to come on the show. Uh, it was an insane message. Hi, send if you're listening. Send it in. That's how you be a part of the show. Or gain a following. <laughs> that makes us want to invite you on. Exactly. <laughs> Go on The Bachelor four times and then reach out to us to, to come on your show. And then we'll have you we'll on a swap. We'll swap. Do <laughs> okay, let's do some awkward sex. I have an awkward sex story for you that spans almost a decade. Ooh. So buckle up. Anytime someone says to me before a story, buckle up, I want to like unbuckle. Buckle. It's not right. It's yeah. not really buckle board. No. Back in 2011. Ooh. That's a long time ago. I was a year into doing comedy. Just graduated college. I'm so old. What will I tell grandma on the phone? I was a senior. Oh. <laughs> I was a senior in high school. My first relationship, I was extremely nervous to do anything involving a penis. The first time I gave head was, by no fault of my boyfriend's, one of my worst sexual experiences to date. It went on forever. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't figure out how to get my teeth out of the way. My eyes and nose were running. I knew I was doing a terrible job. And finally, after what I estimated at the time to be 30 or 45 minutes, I gave up. 
I can totally relate to this listener. I feel like I also had like a fear of the penis in high school. Really? Yeah. Giant fear. It was just like scary. You know? It's a scary looking thing. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you're like, you're, and then you come face to face with it and you're like, right. I don't know what to do with this. It's 45 minutes. Probably like when someone's now going for 45 minutes, yeah. you know that they're just kind of like, I don't know. Oh, I mean, what do you, <laughs> can you use some direction? I just love the idea of the guy being like, oh, you done already? 45 minutes, minutes later. later. <laughs> like He never at one point. She's like 45, flicking it. Doesn't yeah. know what, there, there. I guess he's as uncomfortable too. Like maybe she's going somewhere with this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, this runny nose blow job. Teethy. Teethy. I knew I was doing a terrible job. And finally, after what I see, what I estimated to be 30, 45 minutes, I gave up. Ugh. Forget it. I, it was a much bigger deal for me than if having, you don't give up. The person who you're doing it to should should uh, recuse themselves. <laughs> right. I, there's got to be some sort of blow job time etiquette, limit. Yes. Time limit. Yes. Where you know you can opt out after a certain amount of time. They will say, "Don't worry about it." Right. It's a much less than half an hour. The tap on the shoulder. Come on. Yeah. All right, let's on, try okay. something enough, else. Enough's enough. enough. That's yes. enough. You're yes. out. We're bringing it's teethy. I mean, wouldn't you want to say that no, 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 if no. it was a teethy situation? Yeah, no, I'll go. Oh, that was great. I just can't tonight. That's enough. I'm gonna bring in the righty. <laughs> gonna bring in the right hander. You just watching. There, there. Good job. Watch from a professional. Yes. You tried your best. <laughs> I'll show you how it's done. There you go, kid. Take a break. Have some water. Blow that runny nose. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a much bigger deal for me than having penetrative sex for the first time. You, was it that? Was that the case for you? I think so. It feels a lot more intimate. The first blowjob versus yes. the first penetrative sex. Agreed. But I hadn't been prepared to feel that way since the only thing ever uh, anyone ever emphasized to us U.S. or to us as a teenager. I must made this political. <laughs> to us as a teenager was the traditional idea of quote unquote virginity, and anything besides penis and vagina sex was treated as not a big deal. He was extremely sweet and loving about it and didn't pressure me at all over the following months. I think it was about three months until I tried again, which went fine. Flash forward, nine years. And after having maintained a sexual tension-based quote-unquote friendship with my high school boyfriend for all that intervening time, we hooked up again. By this point, I was much more sexually experienced and extremely confident. And at one point, as we were at a pause and cuddling, he complimented my blowjob skills and asked if I remember the first time we tried that. Someone's been practicing. <laughs> Glad you've sucked a lot of dicks since the last time we saw each other. Right. You went out to that weird, wild world and you got some dicks. Good for you. Uh. I was like, yes, of course I remember. I was emotionally scarred for years, but I know I have the skills now. She went, she went off on her Batman training montage. <laughs> she's off in the, dis she's off in the, she's in the woods. Yes. She's giving hand jobs. <laughs> doing, to, the, doing the Rocky song. Yeah. The the Rocky. Rock, yeah. <laughs> She's running up the stairs in Philly. She gets to the top of a mountain. She's going up to a tree, giving it a hand job with both hands. She starts sucking on fucking popsicles. Some old man's in the background. They're like, one, two, three, more popsicles. Come on. She's chasing chickens. She's ready to go. This <laughs> right. is the moment she's been waiting for. 
You're losing it, kid. All right, but now I have the skills. He then proceeded to tell me that when I gave him head for the first time, I scraped him with my teeth at some point and somehow caused a staph infection. Woo! Wow. Wrong That's staph traumatic. for that infection. That's traumatic. Apparently he had to go to his poor dad and say, um, dad, there's something wrong with my penis. At which point his dad whisked him away to the doctors, no questions asked, like a fucking parent of the year. It's a good parenting move. Great. He told me that until it had fully cleared up, he lived in abject terror that I would try to take his pants off because he knew if I found out what had happened, I would freak out. That's very funny that like she was like, he's just so respectful. He knew it was hard for me, so he's never asked me for it again. Right. And he's like, no, I was just terrified. Right. It had nothing to terrified. do with being respectful of you at all. It had not, nothing. You? <laughs> I'm the one with the hurt penis. Yeah, this is very funny because that's funny. like he's really like manipulated the situation into <laughs> making it seem like it was like him being so giving. Right? Don't no, worry about don't, it. No, no, no. We don't. We don't to... ever have to have sex again. Right? No. Let's just go hang out. Right. <laughs> Fortunately for both of us, I was too spooked by the first blowjob to go anywhere near his penis for ages. I give him a lot of credit for keeping that story from me all those years until he could be sure that I was good enough at head. And confident enough in those skills that it was safe to tell me. <laughs> I just love the idea. Now that you've gotten good at giving blowjobs, I can tell you something. I can tell you the truth about. Well, it's like when someone gives you a good gift, and you're like, "Just so you know, I hated all the other gifts." Right. That's a good yeah. point. Like, <laughs> this is a great gift. I have to be honest. Right. I gotta. I gotta be honest. Yeah. That last gift, yeah, he was an asshole to me after that hookup, and we haven't spoken since, but it was 100% worth it to find out about my 17-year-old self's uh, dubious powers. Sorry for the extremely long story and for any pain it may have caused Jared, well, <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed. Sincerely, the Teen Teeth Queen. Love it. Great story. Great. Red flag deal breaker. The person that went down on you and bit your vagina. Ugh. In high school, okay, is back. Is back. Do you hook up with them again? Do you give them that second chance, that redemption? I think so. Right? Yeah, I would assume it was uh, uh, high school. Uh, shit. Yeah, assuming like they aged somewhat normally, and mm. they didn't. I didn't think they got like less capable. Right, you would hope. <laughs> yes, we lived and learned. Right, and I think it'd be fine. Dicks. What about you? Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, listen, you're always down for a comeback story. Always, uh, yeah, always up for redemption. Yeah. Always up for a second blowjob. What if it was bad again? Would you kick yourself? Um, I would be more directive. Okay. I'd be like- As an, adult, I, as an older I, adult. Right. I, I'd like to hope that I could speak up for myself yeah. at this point in life. Right. You'd be like, oh, I, that's a, that's kind of right. hurts. Yeah. You're biting. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> right. This... I called this um, PTS dick. Love that one. That is- Thank you. Fantastic. That's really good. Uh, Candace had orally incompetent BJ with a bite say staph infection <laughs> these are great these are fantastic let's go uh, to another email let's do it alright I will read this one hi J&J I'm writing in for a friend no for real I've been trying to get him back into the dating scene <laughs> after he and his wife of seven years and before that they'd been dating for about five years 
Got a divorce last year. Okay, so it's he's back Seven on the year. dating scene after 12 years. So 12 years ago, it's 2023. I mean, this guy's never dated. Never dated. Yeah. I encouraged him to get on the apps when he was ready as it's a good way to ease back into things. For context, he's 36 and I'm 37. Yeah, this guy knows nothing. Nothing. He's an idiot. So it's, he was 30. He's now Loser. he's 36. Yeah. It's 12 years. So he was 24 the last time he was single. Yeah, he was never been single. I met my wife on Hinge three years ago, hence the app encouragement. The issue is this. He's a phone guy. He's always been on been a talk on the phone for a long time, call you out of nowhere, weird hours type of guy, which is inherently fine. <laughs> He's had a few hits on the apps with people who reciprocate, even one who he'd talk with every night for hours, which eventually turned into phone sex every night. More power to them. But he's also had several instances where the other person doesn't want or need to talk on the phone, and it really upsets him. He's so turned off by this that it sours the could-be relationship. My personal take and what I've told him is that he's been spoiled by the phone sex girl. He's been out of the dating game for so long, and I just don't think talking on the phone like you're in high school for hours a night is something that most people want in a courtship or relationship these days. So what do you think? Should he keep looking and find someone who is on the same wavelength, or does he need to adapt and be more fluid with others' perspectives? preferences. Am I wrong in thinking most people dating these days don't want to talk on the phone, especially in the early stages of dating? Thanks for helping out a couple of old dudes. Sincerely, straight to voicemail in spirit batch. I like this email. Friend looking out for friends. Yeah. It's um it's a little bit of dating discussion. Like this is like dating fodder. Yes. I can the, see both sides of this. I see both sides of it. Um I understand all of it. Mm -hmm. This guy's back in the scene. He likes a phone call. He's used to talking to his wife, like all that stuff. I can also see the friend being like, you're doing it all wrong. No one's no ever going to do this shit. No one wants yeah. to do this shit, whatever. I think, it, it, I think what the problem with this person is, if I was to be their friend giving him advice, is have things, have the ability to be turned off and don't make that personal. Okay. I think when you say I'm phone guy, you're a little bit judgy. Yeah, a little elevating yeah. yourself. You're just someone who likes the phone. That's okay. Good right. for fucking you. Yeah. I think when you what happens in dating, especially late in life, and I got this message on my Instagram a couple days ago where it's like, why are all these men, you know, posing with tigers, lions, and bears or whatever? You know, they're they're all posing with Wild animals. Right. Why do they do this? And I just wrote, and, and my belief is like, you will spend your whole life wasting your time on why. And instead- Either for you or not for you. They're not for you. Right. That's fine. So if this guy was like on the apps and he's like, hey, um, this has been a nice conversation over the app. I'd love to get on the phone and see if this is a connection over the phone. That's a great way to put it. I, I believe in that. Yeah. If, if you're sitting there going- Oh, well, I only talk on the phone. So if you want to like go out with me, you have to talk on the phone. You've said it in a different way that's right. annoying. I agree. I think there's a difference between having something you like to do that mo maybe some people aren't into, which is fine. And you right. eliminate those people that way and making it your hill to die on. I think right. that's totally different. I also was thinking, I was wondering if he was using these phone calls as a way to just sort of like get human connection without having to like see anyone in person. Like maybe he's scared to go on an actual date. Right. He's this like, is he only, right. He only wants people who he can talk to on the phone every night for hours, but has no interest in seeing them. Like maybe he's not fully ready to like be going on dates. If that's right. the only thing he 
that's his that's his one thing that he ha- that's a must have. Right. No, that's a good point. And and that's kind of our generation's problem. We mm-hmm. Google everything before we do it. So right. like this guy's 37, 30, 37, Maybe all 36. he needed was to jerk off to the person that he was speaking to and then he doesn't actually want to go on it. He doesn't actually find, want to meet someone. And he'll find a billion reasons why, ah, well, she said this on the phone and it didn't sound that great. Right. And now I gotten off and I'm done. You know, like he's yeah. in his own way almost. Like, Which is fine if he's not ready to meet someone. If he's that not could be ready. Like, <laughs> right. I, I think this person, the friend is zoning in on kind of the wrong issue. Right. Whether they talk on the phone and he's like, you're losing out on all these prospects. He doesn't need more. You know, yeah. 37 year old guy with no kids you know, who's out there. Can, who's shown he can commit. Who, yeah, who's been married. Yeah. Like, he's going to be okay. You know, the idea that he doesn't, you know, needs more numbers. No. Yeah. He needs to, you know, figure out that, like. I focus on, like, are you ready? I have a conversation with him about him being ready to date. Right. Yeah. Are you ready? What are you avoiding? Don't complain about the, you know, sometimes people complain about the other things so that they, you don't have to ask them, are they okay? Right. So they go, look at why all these guys with tigers? And it's like, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you so mad at the tiger guys? Right. Why are you so mad at the people you don't want to date? Yeah. Why don't you want to go out, meet someone at a bar? Right. What about the person you are talking to? Why haven't you asked them on a date? Right. The one that would talk to you on the phone. What was wrong with them? Stop talking about the people that you were never going to date anyways. And I get why it's fun. Listen, I post the ick clips and... It's fun to talk about all these losers out there. But maybe you're doing that because you don't want to date the people that you're really connecting with. Right. And that's a much more interesting conversation to have with a friend. I oh, agree. yeah, absolutely. Like, you know. Than to call or not to call. Right. You're right. wasting your time. You're wasting your breath. Right. Like, oh, well, what about the person you were talking to? So, you know, shut up about the people who won't pick up. You right. Know, like, that's like, what happened to the girl with the phone sex? Right. What happened with it? Right. Because he says right. he was spoiled by that. It's like, what happened there? Did you it ever was, meet her in person? Yeah. What was it like in person? <laughs> right. Why didn't you meet her in person if you didn't? Right. Why are you talking about these hypothetical ghosts? How about the person you literally spoke to who said she wants to lick your ear and then lick your anus? Are you scared to get hurt again? Right. Are you scared of that tongue? I don't know. Yeah. I think we, we sometimes we nail it. I think we did. Consider so, yourself nailed, buddy. We nailed you. We nailed you. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's play some games. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. We are, oh, we love this segment. Love this segment. This is a great segment. Flip or flop? Hello, Moto. 
Let's play some games. Let's are you, do are, it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Our favorite, our new favorite game, Flip or Flop. This week we're playing Flip or Flop, a game presented by the new Motorola Razor Plus. Motorola has reimagined the iconic Razor for a new era, which means new ways to interact, capture, and create. For this game, we have a few dating situations, and it's time to decide if they're still worth flipping for, meaning you're still interested, or they're total flops, not worth picking up your phone. I love, look at this. If you're watching on YouTube, the Motorola Razor is so cool, so easy to use. It flips. I mean, the camera's so on fun. both sides, so you get good pictures no matter what. I know. That part alone is just like game changer. Love it. And and again, the sound. It's a great camera. My skin looks great in it. There we go. If I do no, say so we, myself. I thought so, too. Thank you. Okay. I was waiting. Yeah. Flip or flop. They send you a survey about the date the next morning. Is it like a matchmaker date? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say you once went to a matchmaker and yes. they sent you like basically a survey about the date? They did. Yeah. And and that was weird. It felt weird and like, you know, you're like, oh, if this ever got Customer out. Customer review, yeah. Right. I I but I would say if someone sent it to me, like the person I went on a date with, I'd be like, I don't know how I, I don't know. I Here's they, the thing. I would not be into it, but if I ended it with them and they were like Listen, like I would love your honest feedback. You could just like fill this out while you're not while you're not <laughs> interested. Out, yeah. Like I will like it um I'm not gonna take anything you say in there, like I'm not gonna be mad. Just like it just helps me become a better dater. Right? I would be like, I would think it was weird, but I actually I think I would do it. I here's what I would say. I understand to me, if you did it and you wrote like the honest truth. Yeah. No one would be like, look at this monster. But you think with you would. With me. And that they asked, I don't think I would think you were a monster. If it ever got out. Unless you wrote something really superficial. Well, whoa, wait, <laughs> there's a caveat. I'm just saying, like, as a guy. Yeah, you, well, unless tact- it was not cool. There's a tactful way to do stuff. Well, of course. Which I would I'm, do, too, if it was physical. But even to some tactful is the most hurtful thing you know, that but you could ever they're, write. They're asking, they're sending you the survey. And then they go to their friends, can you believe what this guy fucking wrote about our date? I'd be, that, well, I, I, and I, if I was that person's friend, I'd say, don't send out the survey if you don't want the, don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. I agree with that. I just think in a world where, like, can you, to me, this is like, you're trying to get like, oh. th- th- like this whole. Sometimes I'm kind of like, I wish I could fill out a survey for why I don't want to go out with you again. Um, <laughs> I, it is so funny, the difference, because it, like I, in my mind, I'm like, get me out of here. You go your way. I'll go my way. I don't want to be just, just leave me alone. I don't want you to think I'm a dick. I just want you to be okay with me. Like, wow. I don't know. I would be like, I would appreciate that if someone was, if I was doing something, let's say I was continuously like not getting second dates mm. and I just wanted to know why. And they write back what, I mean, like I would, I'm, I, I remember thinking of one guy I went out with that was just like, I would maybe you didn't really make a move like early or fast enough. And then it just felt like a friendship. Mm. That would be helpful information for someone to know. Right. And then I guess his feedback would be, I guess to me, a guy would write back, well, when was that move supposed to be made? And you'd be like, it's not a, it's not a two way. It's not well, like a, you know, this, there's this, like, this, I think any guy, the, yeah. the guys would be like, oh really? You wanted to hook up? What are you doing no, this No, I think weekend? it's more like you, know? you, you didn't, you didn't make a move enough fast enough. And then I, we just kind of felt like a friendship. You snooze, you lose. That sure. would be the title. Or, you know, you were kind of braggy on the date. I was a little turned off. 
I am imagining me saying to a woman, "You're bragging. You're a little braggy. <laughs> he was intimidated by me." Listen, that woman shouldn't send out a survey. I, agree. I think if you send out a survey, you've got to be like super um, self-aware, right? Or, and I think, or attempting to be. Well, I think also there's a part of it where it's like you're almost too self-aware. Sure. You're almost like too in on the joke, right? Like, hey, I fill out the survey. I want to see your. And it's like, get out of here, yeah. fucking bozo! I well, don't want to do your fucking I guess squid the- game. <laughs> I guess the idea is that if I'm filling out a survey, I'm not really into you anyway. So I guess right. it's a flop. Like I wouldn't <laughs> fill out a survey for someone I liked. So well, let's say you go on a great first date. They're like, and the survey is like one question. How many more dates till we fuck? Then I would be out. And the, even no matter like that how question, great. I don't okay. like that question. <laughs> how about one? You like me two You don't like, it's like a cute, oh, like the cute little note passed in school. Yeah, that's cute. If I was into them, right. it would be cute. Great first date. It's a note that says into me. Click no for not into me. Yeah, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah. That's our, that's going on the R story page. <laughs> Unless I didn't like you at all, in which case it's very creepy. Right. Yes. And then it's over. But that's one of those things. If I was into the person, I would be, I would be into it. What about you? It's a flop survey. <laughs> Okay. The survey, I'm like, I don't know. This, I don't want. I don't want to put my. I, I don't want answers in paper after a first date. That's fair. That's very male answer. Okay. <laughs> I want to get out of here like a sniper. Okay. Scenario two. They only reach out to ask you out because they prefer to save the conversation for your dates. I kind of like this. At Do least in the like, beginning. In the beginning. On. So hold on. We're texting. Hey. uh... Can't wait to go. Uh, are you down for drinks on Thursday? Sounds great. I'll see you there. We haven't gone out yet. We haven't gone out yet. Okay. Down for drinks on Thursday? Yeah, I'm free. Let's do it. Cool. Um, now that that's it, I'll see you Thursday. Don't expect a text from me. I kind of like don't want this back and forth until we get there. I don't think that even this, so they're telling me. <laughs> they got to say to you, well, how about you say to me, How's your so, next? So, so, yeah, so how was Thursday, your night last night? Yeah, yeah. Thursday dates. Good. Great. Let's do it. How was your night last night? Hey, I would much rather we go over this on the date. I kind of don't want to get in this whole like text back and forth thing. Do you mind if we like wait to talk on the date and I'll tell you about Thursday night? Let's say you said it in a different way. That would sounds kind of off putting the way you just said it. Okay. <laughs> but let's say you said it like, I'm listen, I'm slammed with work. Um, I like wish I could text, but I'm like, I'm super busy, but mm. I'm so excited to catch up on our date. Okay. Let's say then you follow up the next day. Hey, this how whole you, week how? I'm slammed. <laughs> <laughs> I, the lie works once. Yeah. I agree with you. Right. Hey, I'm, oh, Hey, I'm pumped to go out with you on Thursday. I'm super slammed at work. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you all about it on Thursday It's totally like a normal way to get back to that. Right. And then the next morning, if you don't get it, right. Hey, what's been happening? I hope work was Okay. It was great. I, I got to tell you, I, I'm kind of like putting you off a little bit because I want to like see if the in-person is good. I, I, I think I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. I would, I would, like, I would, I would kind of like that. I didn't really like texting a lot, especially before a first date. After a second date, that's a little more weird, I think, mm. to say that because now you have like a banter, you have things you talked about, you can reference little inside jokes. That's like part of the flirtation. Mm-hmm. But before, I'm kind of like, we're already going on the date. I'm going to find out within the first five minutes of seeing you if it's going to be like, if I'm going to be into it. Right. I don't really like want to do this. I guess you've changed my mind. I, I guess I, I, there is a nice way of saying it and putting it that makes some sense. And yeah. if you're pressed on it, it's like, hey, I'm, I, I don't mean to be a dick, but I'm like, I'm excited to go out with you. But I just. Right. Like, this is all stuff I want to talk about on the date. To me, this would be like a much 
better sign than someone who's just talking to me all fucking day without making right. a plan. Right. Well, especially. That's what I'm saying. Like, I prefer, like, we have a plan. We're going to talk in person. I'm going to get, mm -hmm. like, a real sense of if I like you, like, pretty quickly, rather than I need to spend all day, like, going back and forth with you about shit that I don't care about and you don't care about because you don't know me yet. Right. I guess the only type of idle texting that would be good is, like, about something that's weird. Right. <clears throat> like if there's something to say. Like if there's something to say. Like I just if, I just saw this crazy thing on the street. Right. If you're mm -hmm. in the conversation of like, how's your day? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't Get care. I don't care how your day was. I don't right. I haven't met you yet. I don't know you yet. I don't care right. how your day was. Unless, like, again, there's a very interesting story. Even when you're in a relationship, you're like, if we're doing how was your day, what are we doing? No. You know, like and and then again, it's a false security. It's this thing if you're just trying to like feel right. it out, but it's almost fake. It's not even real. Yeah. And we do it a lot. I do it a lot because it's like you're just keeping the ball in the air and you feel kind of awkward. I haven't texted this person. We're supposed to go out. Yeah, I get, I get why people do it, but I also agree with you. Like, It's a, yeah, I would say, so it's a flip. I'm into it. Yeah, flip it. Flip it. Flip it. Let's do one more. You ready? They immediately nickname you because you've got the same name as their ex. That's a flop for me. Yeah, I would agree. If you are Bro. on a date, yeah. <laughs> if you're on a date with me, you know my name. Right. If that name was so triggering to you. Hey, Jay. That you're a Jay. <laughs> I'm going to call you Jay. I had an ex. Right. Jared, bad guy. Uh, yeah. Like what? Right. You you shouldn't be meeting with me. You should be meeting with a therapist. therapist yeah. yeah. You need to work through this. <laughs> like yeah. the idea that like, and also don't go out with me. Don't make this my problem. Right. Yeah. I got not going to change my name because if some guy wanted to fucking get blown and not date you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, why, why do I, why is this my problem? I agree. Even the, even like telling someone about just that they like that they were the, it just sounds like so weird and it's, so unnecessary. It's so bizarre. It's like this like faux like personality too. I, I really don't like it. Yeah. No, no, I don't think that's nice. I don't like giving someone a nickname in, an inappropriate amount of time of knowing them. Right. It's a little too too comfy, too cozy, too quickly. Yeah. We're not on a nickname basis yet. No. I'll call me whatever I tell you my name is. My dad is Jerry. I'm Mr. Freed. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <gasps> so we both think this is a flop. I agree. Yeah. With so the new Motorola Razor Plus, you'll always be ready to flip. It's ultra sleek and smooth design makes it easy to pocket and it's versatile camera adds a flex to every selfie you take. Buy the new Motorola Razor Plus now on sale at Motorola.com slash US. That's M-O-T-O-R-O-L-A dot com slash U-S. Well, that's it for us. And we'll flip the the case closed and we'll be back with dr drew on sunday look at it goes in my pocket like this oh that's so cute is that cool i could be like are you sh excuse me it's adorable oh, thank see you, you we'll see you on sunday Both. bye the you up podcast is produced by sean kilby maddie paul and jorge morales pico editing by jorge morales pico social media by maddie paul be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.